Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hireth and Other Words podcast. I am your host, Timothy Mangle, and with me this week is my most returning guest, probably my most popular guest, and uh, definitely my favorite mother is Margaret Kinsey. How you doing, Mom? I'm doing swell. Hanging in there. Happy to be here. Yeah? We're having a good time. We just did a thing on laughter, and we had a good time doing it. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, this is my mom. That's hopefully clear by now. But um, we also do a what is called a spiritual lifestyle class. We do that together. Um, It's once a month. And if you are interested in that, if you like this conversation, if you like conversations we've had in the past, that uh, the class, the bonus podcast, whatever it is, is essentially the same thing. Right. Um, But yeah, so if you want to get that, that's on Patreon. Sign up for that. Um, and we were talking about doing our classes in real life, you know, as people get vaccinated and stuff's opening up and obviously we want to be safe and all that, all that. But, um, as you know, the weather gets nicer, we just thought it would be a good opportunity to hang out and just talk about spirituality and, um, get to, to know the listeners and, and get to know everybody and just talk about spirituality we don't have any dates. Face to face. Face to face, right? Not just kind of over this one-way interface that is the internet. Um, but yeah, we don't have any details for that at the moment, but I'll keep you posted. But yeah, we it's our family business. I think we talked about it maybe the last time you were on, but spirituality. I could talk about it all day, too. I mean, oh, it yeah. just, it's so much fun. I, th- really I mean, is. like, I don't. Well, see, I'm, I find myself at this place like now where I'm like, maybe get interested in things that aren't spirituality. Because not everyone wants to just hear me be like, do you guys want to hear fun facts about Genesis? Because yeah. that's all I got. Like, <laughs> what if I like actually had a personality outside of being spiritual? So it's been fun, right? Like, it's been fun to just learn other people's like, like, because I know how obsessed I am with spirituality. And I want to know, like, what are other people's obsessions yeah, like what like, they're. Yeah. What is it? You know, because like I, I have so much useless information about spiritual stuff <laughs> stored up in my head. I want to know what other people have accumulated. You know. Yeah. Um, it's just fun. It's fun to meet everybody and see where they're coming from. And but I was telling you today too that you know, you're really doing a very valuable thing. You have no idea some of the things that you know that you think are irrelevant. It's the first time I heard it, some of this stuff. Yeah. I'm like. Wow. And you're like, sometimes you blow past stuff. It's like, well, it was this, this, and this. And I'm thinking, I didn't know that, that, and that before we even got to this. <laughs> yeah. So some of the stuff I, that you might think is, is trivial or not important, is, is I'm learning a lot from that. Well, I On appreciate that. On top of that the stuff you're trying to say is all the other stuff you throw right. into. So. Well, I think, you know, I mean, if we don't need to talk about this necessarily, but I... I want to communicate well to everyone, and it's it's hard for me, especially with this podcast, because I just have a large variety of listeners. So it's I'm trying to do my best to hit everyone's worldview and like how they see things, and it's that's communi- hard. Oh, it's hard. It's yeah. so hard, you know. Like especially because some people don't necessarily believe in God or Jesus or whatever, but they're more interested in spirituality. Right. Then you know have like the opposite where they're like. You know, whatever. We don't really need. This isn't what we're supposed to be talking about right now. Quit talking about me, mother. It's Mother's Day, <laughs> so um, happy Mother's Day, by the way. Thank you. Um, uh, I was very fortunate growing up. I mean, I'm terrible at remembering birthdays. I remember my birthday. We have and, a chalkboard there, maybe. <laughs> I guess I couldn't just write it down. But my mom's birthday is. Uh, may 11th right and in the year of our lord right. 1962 <laughs> there you go and um everyone do the math on that don't 59 there you 59 go er i hit a niner how do you feel about that i love it yeah i, I love being this age really oh my god yeah. why is that because you can be lazy Yeah, I guess nobody. Like, can I get give up you at seven, and and I'm just like I don't have to put anybody on the bus, and I don't have to drive downtown, and I don't have to make a million dollar quota. And, right. Yeah. And so, like, I'll do my nails maybe, and it's it's wonderful. That's I don't great. know how else to describe it. And I'm not retired or anything, but I don't work as hard as I used to. Mm-hmm. And I like pick my days of things I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 
I wish I could have lived every day of my life like this. I really do. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about you. There's something to be said about taking the assumption of your life should be getting better. You should be enjoying life more. Right. Like what, you know, like I think, you know. Or just not having to work so hard. I think, well, yeah, I think that's, I, I mean, mean. It's ridiculous. It's like, you know, I think maybe, you know, 15 hours a week. Or something like that. But yeah. this 40 and 50 and what people are doing, 60, 70 hour work weeks, I'm like, that's not a life, you know? Yeah, and you're missing growing up with, you know, your kids. and Right. Just... I mean, even 40 hours a week, it's too much. In my opinion, it is. it's too much. People well, are tired. They're just walking. Then by the time you get home, you know, hey, how's it going? And bam, you're out, you know? Yeah. So it's just. Yeah. And the amount of time it takes in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, I think that's the importance of like. Under, not getting swept away in that and, and being intentional about where you're spending your energy and where you're spending your time. I think I think so many people, you know, I was talking to Jamie about this the other day and I, I complain about school a lot because I just hated going to school. And yeah, you called me from the bathroom the entire the entire senior year. Mom, it's me. I'm in the men's room. Call me. Tell them I have a dentist appointment. Tell them I have a doctor's appointment. I was like, Tim, unbelievable. And what was amazing is you were able to actually get that many days off, you know? I mean, they let you out left I skipped, and right. I left so much. Remember so I much. stood up when they said, when they went to say Timmy Mangle graduated, and I'm like, it's a miracle. Like, I didn't, <laughs> think, I didn't think it was touch and go there for a while. Oh, my gosh. But you were I, funny. You kept saying, I don't learn. I don't need this. I don't use it. This is stupid. It's a waste <laughs> of my time. And, I, you know, I remember thinking to myself when I was in high school that – I had the same exact thought. I'm not going to use algebra, trigonometry, you know, to a point, but not to ad nauseum. Right. Yeah. And that's, and I I see schooling as this kind of, oh, for everyone who's watching, this is my cat, Salem. She just jumped up. Uh, I don't have a tail on my head. Yeah. She's been hanging out with us. Oh, she's Um, like, why have a tail on my head? There you go. Oh, now she's (laughs) going behind the tapestry. (laughs) But, um... I was going, oh, I was I was saying to Jamie, I was like, you know, schooling is really just this, it's kind of like a training and a brainwashing to be like, learn to sit from, a, from you know, five years old, learn to sit crazy. in the same building all day, don't ask questions, just do what you're told. It's terrible. It yeah. Should and be, it should be so much more flexible than it is. It, you know, the kids need to have some time to be kids because right, there's plenty I mean, of time to be an adult. Oh, I mean, there's some, yeah. And they, they never. putting you on the bus in the dark in the morning. It was still dark out. It's snow. And it, I'm like, what am I doing taking my baby out like this? You know? Yeah. I mean, but. Well, okay. So it's let's. The law. Let's. Okay. So I'm, this is, I'm actually getting really excited about this. So the topic of the episode is motherhood and, and whatever else we cover. But what? So did you. I'm excited to hear your answer for this. When you did, you have aspirations to be a mom. No, <laughs> absolutely not. When you, I really didn't. It was like, you know, everybody. It was just one of those things. Everybody starts getting married, so you all get married, and then right. it's like, okay, now we have kids. Okay, everybody have kids, you know. Oh. But you know, when I was. A kid, I, I liked my dollhouse, but not the doll and the family and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'd say I'm more of an interior decorator than I am mother. Like, well, geez, the, maybe this is a bad time. When I went so. to kindergarten, they had a kitchen, and it was so great. It was like it had little pots and pans and stuff, and I was like, "This is the most fabulous." But you thing weren't I've one of those mo- the more, you weren't one of those girls that are like pretending to. I didn't feed have a doll. Like a, no, no. Oh, really? Like I mean, a, I did, but sure. they were just sitting there. I wasn't doing anything. Really. Huh, that's I had a ventriloquist doll. Uh, uh, he was well, great. That seems like yeah, something you would <laughs> yeah. excuse the talk. Denny O'Day. <laughs> Hi, I'm Denny O'Day. Wow, could, there, there you go. I know. Um, I'm sure the people listening to that—that that was they really thought there was a, a puppet here for yeah. a second. <laughs> um, I was never a real girl, girl. Okay. Well, Ricky didn't have my brother. Didn't have a brother. Okay. And so he was like, and you guys and, were close in age. Well, you, five he years was apart. middle, right? No, he's the oldest. No, I mean, but there was somebody in between Bethy. you two, right? Yeah. yeah. And Beth wasn't doing that. She wasn't going to hang out with Rick. And then, and Carol was young. You know, Carol yeah. would have been six years younger than him. But he, I remember him saying it to me. I'll have a brother, so you're it. So like, he took me everywhere. He took me to the strip clubs. And <laughs> he took me to the Cotton Club, and some girl came out dancing. With, 
And I was like, Rick, you know, what the hell? I'm not a, I'm not a man. Well, I've been saying that my whole life. You know, I'm not a man. I'm not a man. Yeah. This is but, maybe maybe this was a bad decision to have you on for this. But, I'm you know, it, I think that there is something wrong with me and that I didn't, uh, you know, most women really, really love that, you know. Mm. When I am in love with is talking to you as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like now that you've grown up, this is my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. But when you were a little, just puking everywhere, blah, 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 and I was just like, "Oh my god, you know, what am I gonna do with this kid?" You know? So what? What was it like when you? Were you planning on having a kid? No. But Beth got pregnant with Kyle. That's right. Okay, so yeah, but the pressure was on. So, so I pr- thought I knew I was only gonna have one. Okay. And I thought if you don't have this kid around the same age as Kyle, then mm-hmm. he's not gonna have any you know sure, yeah. brothers or sisters i knew that for a fact right oh my gosh so do you remember when you found out that you were pregnant with me yeah what was that like um well uh, <laughs> the way i found out is i tried to bend over to turn on the tub and you couldn't even move your your boobies felt like really oh it hurt so bad it felt like you couldn't even touch them okay and i'm like what's the matter with my boobies you know <laughs> and so then <laughs> i went and got one of those test kits and i'm like I'm pregnant. No shit. So then I told Monk, yeah, well, your dad, right, yeah, you know, and uh, and then Beppy was um, my older sister was an ultrasound technician. Okay. So she's like, she's like, I'll scan you as soon as I can, you know. And I'm like, all right, we'll find out what it is. I'm like, because I wanted a boy. Because mm. I thought if I have a girl, I'm really screwed because I don't know how to do any of that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, look like, at your hair. You look like you know how to use a curling iron. You got it's great the makeup on. I've used since I'm 18. <laughs> like okay, I found a look and stuck with it. You know. <laughs> I don't even know how to use those curling irons and stuff. Oh, man. If they stop making hot rollers, I'm screwed because... But anyhow, what happened was Beppy then, she's like, come on up to the hospital, I'll scan you. And I'm like, all right. And so she's like scanning me away and she's like, oh my God, Marge, she's completely upside down. Like your hiney was there. And she goes, I don't usually say that. She goes, it's a boy. She goes, you're all water. It's a boy. Hmm. And I'm like, really? So I knew you were a boy from like a month was it concerning that I was facing a wrong direction? No, it just- huh? You were just up, you know, you're just that. Oh, you know. right. I guess that's true. But just- she's got this magnifying thing, and then there's your little hiney and the rest of it. And she's like, I'm telling you, it's a boy, 100%. And I'm like, wow, this is great. Well, yeah. So then, you know, I came back and told your dad. And he's like, I don't want to get my hopes up. I don't want to get my hopes up. I'm waiting on I said, Beth's been doing this for 15 years. Right. Like, it's, she says it's a boy. But anyhow, it, it's, it, you know, there you are. So, and I mean, pregnancy was rough for you, right? It was, te- it was, yeah, that's not even an option. Like, I remember after I had you, I looked in the mirror and said, don't you ever do that again, ever. Because, like, I threw up like everybody does. Oh, you know, you're going to throw up. Well, I threw up for nine months. I mean, I couldn't keep anything down to I mean, I'd eat something and 10 minutes later, it was like, you know, I'm like, what is in me? I mean, it just was so unnatural. I mean, and it just never stopped. Like, every day I'd open my eyes, and you ever get, like, um, motion sickness? Mm -hmm. Like, I'd stop at a red light, and the whole car would move and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it just, I felt like I had the flu the whole time, honest to God. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I couldn't wait to get you out. I just couldn't wait. And so then I'm thinking, you know, maybe that's the problem, too, is I just wasn't, we just didn't click, like, that way. Like, Mm. I really felt like there was an alien inside (laughs) And, you know, the funny part was I was always healthy and stuff. And as soon as I had you, I was just, like, when I got pregnant with you, I never felt worse. And it never went away. It was nine months of hell. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> the miracle of life, I guess, huh? Yeah, so then that makes it a little hard for you to warm up to it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and you're fat, and you're, you know, I had a quota, and I was still on well, the road. I, th- and, you know, I, think, I think that right there is really, that's that's a problem for our society right now is because we don't know what to do with pregnant women in the workplace you know it's like you shouldn't like it's a respect for our it's for our species well, you know, it should to, be up to you like if true. you feel that's, good enough to go right. then you should be able to go but you shouldn't be penalized for not feeling good enough to go right especially because you know? like so i had a friend um andy I, I you probably don't watch this but hi andy he had um him and his wife kim hi kim if you're watching this uh they had a baby girl about two and a half years ago and um, I forgot what we were talking about. What were we just uh, talking about? Um, you know, natural being a mom and being sick. And Oh, no, I forgot. Oh, man, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, well. Um, 
They had a baby, Andrew and Kim. Yeah, but what were we talking about before that? We were talking about me being sick for nine I months can't. and not um, having it not being a natural feeling, but... No, I was going to say something. I can't remember what it is now. Do you want to stop the tape and rewind? No, no, it's fine. We'll keep going. I'm, I'm sure I'll, it'll come no, back No, don't get me. me wrong. It's not that I don't love being a mom. I, I love this age, mm-hmm. you know. But when something's, you know, I'm sure you've, you've even had it with pets. When you don't know what's wrong, mm. you know, and they're just crying and screaming and crying. And it's like, oh, my God, is it your belly? Is it this? You touch this and that and see what kind of reaction you get and stuff. So, I mean, that inability to communicate. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that really worried me is that if you died, I thought if he dies, like I can go to jail. Like, mm. so, I mean, it was kind of weird feeling the responsibility was kind oh, yeah. of, I bet you know, how do you explain that to everybody, you know? So, I mean, there was this whole weird thing about, I mean, you slept I remembered what in it an was. upright thing. It's, I was talking about, uh, what I was going to say is that it, our society doesn't champion or doesn't celebrate people keeping our species alive. It's kind of, you're, you're you're punished for it it's like you got to pay so much money to have a babysitter like you have to have like all ridiculous cost wise diapers like if you're pregnant at work and it's not your maternity leave then you need to be here you know like expect you to do like and there's no respect for the fact that that woman is keeping our species alive you know like the the deep i mean this is the uh, kind of the the catholic image of mary and and why like you know, there's that classic image of Mary having little baby Jesus sitting with her. It's because that image is so rifled with hope. Right. Because it's like, well, like, sh- sure, she might not be here forever, but he's here now. Right. right. And it's like, well, if that continues, we'll be okay. So it's, I mean, it's not just Mary and Jesus. Like, <coughs> so many world religions and world myths and and all these things they all have images of mothers holding babies and it's not just because it's obvious thing but it's it's so symbolic of hope because you know what i feel like the other thing that surprised me is how helpless you were Mm. like i thought if i just flip him over and put his head down he'll die like i mean there was just no there's no natural even to pick up your head right so i mean even deer come out and they're like wobbly walking and stuff they're ready to i mean i mean a, a human baby when it's born is just one hundred percent in, in has no defense. None. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's well. Do you know why we're born as defenseless as we are? No. It's because if we we need if we were born any later, we wouldn't be able to go through the birth now because of the size of our heads. Oh. So we need to be born first so that our heads can grow to a size that would be able to get like actually make us a functional adult, um, and, and being able to move, but. There's something to be said about the fact that you know, evolution's sole purpose is to make things easier and to make how do we survive and how and I mean essentially I mean that's what it is, it's just like it's survival of the fittest. It's the what is the strongest will survive. And through what the hand of God working through evolution, he they've decided that it's best for human babies to be born as weak and defenseless as they are, if it means they can maintain the the size of our heads because that's where our brains are i mean that's where our, our you know the seat of your consciousness lies your eyes huh. like i never thought about all of it but. no your brain is so it's your head is well one, i just I mean, remember is thinking like if i lean him back just a little bit after he eats you'll choke to death yeah i mean so there's this constant you can only hold them a certain way and you can only do and it's like walking around when they say you could practice with an egg you know oh my god I'm, but it's i'm sure that's nothing like it no because an egg didn't. doesn't cry well, not only that, if it dies, you know, it's like, like you're, you're paying for keeps, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like, you know, so what if I drop you or mm-hmm. what if I, so, I mean, I got a little caught up in that. Mm-hmm. And then I also I think a lot of moms have, do. What did, so what, how, let's speak on that. How did you, how did you eat? How did you? What I did was I bought one of those little snuggly things mm-hmm. and you just stayed in there. Like, because people sure. would say, oh, I laid my baby down and it died of, of, uh, oh. Um, whatever that's called. Yeah, they the, roll over and suffocate or right, whatever. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm going through that. So you never slept flat. Okay. And my mom's like, you can't do that to him. And I'm like, listen, I'm not laying this kid down because at least if I if he's in this little cooby at night, mm-hmm. the worst you could do was here to here, right. you know. But and I couldn't sleep any other way. But, you, I mean, I could hear you breathe every breath you take. Mm, I mean, it's weird what happens to you. You get really like sonoric. Hi- yeah, like yeah. hyper aware of yes. like. Well, I mean, I can't, I mean, I don't have a kid, so I can't imagine the responsibility of like, 
the thing in the other room is dependent on me to, for everything. Yeah, and it for, can't tell you what's wrong or it can't talk. For, or it can't, and if, you know. it's not just a week. It's years. Right. Like, before you can be like, tell me you want a cookie. Right. You know, or like, tell me your tummy hurts. Like, to get to that level, it just, gosh. Oof. It was way more. So um, to me, it was not. And not only that, I didn't have, like, everybody's like, oh, you'll get these instincts. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you were home. I think you were home like a week or so. And mom's like, and mom came over. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this baby smells. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. She goes, did you give him a bath? And I said, well, no, he didn't go anywhere. And she's like, oh, my God, Margaret, you can't not bathe the baby. I said, Mom, I didn't take him anywhere. It's snowing. We've been sitting in the house for a week. <laughs> the first time I changed your diaper, I took it off, and there you are, and I'm just like, well, you know, where's the rest of it? So I thought, okay, there's a newspaper here. So I slid you over, put you on the newspaper, and then I went and got diapers. I mean, I just had no I really had no clue. I had never watched anybody's kid. Did you have to go to a Lamaze class or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, but they didn't teach you that. Okay. What the hell did they teach you? They teach you how to breathe. Oh, when you're like, but they don't teach yeah, you like, you know, when they, you're going you to change your child, pounds. you should have a diaper ready? Yeah, like, when you, you gain like 30 pounds and then they're like, run a marathon. Ugh. And then it's like, you might have trouble breathing while you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, like throwing up normally is is awful, but then when you're pregnant, like you're holding your belly, it's like, whoa, 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 oh my you know, so. It doesn't look like it's a, it's. And then other women are like, I never felt better. It was the best I ever felt. And I'm just looking at it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm walking around with an extra 30 pounds. Now, again, I only weighed 120 or something. Right, so so now I got, now I'm 150. So, I mean, that's a lot of weight to. Yeah. And I didn't have a waist. So there was nowhere for you to go. So like the last month I had like, I mean, you were up under my right rib. I remember that. And I remember thinking, get out. But there was nowhere for you to go. Like, so when I see women with these waists and I'm like, oh, look at that. She won't have any trouble carrying a baby. There's plenty of room in there for the kid to spread out, you know. So, but I didn't have natural things that happen to women with you. I just didn't have it. So, Do you have any like fond like memories like mother motherly memories of me as a child like motherhood moments of like looking at me and like feeling like very maternal or anything not like, like that. i do now like as, as a really yes now it's like oh my god look at him oh really yeah but, i mean to me it was always i always felt like you were something that somebody else's hmm. you know it was kind of weird i mean like even when you came in the door i'm like oh there's two. well you would say all the time mom 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 and i'd never answer you and then mm-hmm. you go marge and i'd be like what so i mean for some reason it just never... yeah my dad does the same thing yeah you, and i'm like you don't have i'm the only one this i love <laughs> i'm the only one in the world that calls you mom and i'm the only one in the world that calls him dad right. there's only one person maybe that's the problem maybe that's why we don't answer i mean maybe it. that is uh, yeah i mean guess guess that's true because it would be like if somebody randomly started calling me like dad um, right yeah, yeah like whatever like, now if i'm in the mall and somebody else, mom, I'll look. So, I mean, that's, I guess. So, it's kind of grained into you. Yeah. You know what's funny? When I'm in the mall and I hear the click clack of high heels, I always think of you. Really? Oh, yeah. Because that's how I knew you were, like, where you were when we were, when I was a kid. And, like, we'd be walking around a department store or whatever. I would always just listen for high heels. Yeah. Clicking, clacking. Because you wore high heels. Um, but to me, it was not, you know. I, I, and I was just so sick, Tim. I mean, it's like you've had the flu for nine months. But Get what, excited okay, so, about it. But what was, I mean, I just was so sick. I what, just, okay, so I I got it. Yeah. What what was what was being a mom like in the early years then? It was don't kill him. <laughs> well, how long did that exactly. last for? Three years. Or well, I'm thinking well, of when like, you went to school. I'm think, yeah. I'm thinking I thought of this like, is great when I'm like now other people are responsible. Like if he dies during <laughs> school time, then that's not my fault because I wasn't there. Maybe just pass the buck on that one. <laughs> um, so I mean, I'm thinking of like I mean, fun memories. Hell yeah, I have them. I loved Christmas for you. Mm, and you did I, you did great with Christmas? And well, except for that one year. That, oh, that's a funny story. Go ahead, tell the story. Well, I. Got everything ready and all, and I, I was just so tired. I fell asleep, and like the next thing you know, I thought, I'm just going to take a nap on the sofa, and I thought, I'll be up in an hour, you know. And so I, all of a sudden, I feel you shaking me, and you're like, Mom, Santa didn't come. And I'm like, what do you mean Santa didn't come? I thought Santa's been wrapping presents. <laughs> <laughs> 
car and buying stuff at Kitty City and all that. I said, Santa's here, trust me. But I just said to him, Tim, all of a sudden I just got really lucky. And I'm like, son, he's not going to come while you're awake. I said, I guess we're, you know, towards the end of the list. And he bought in. He's like, okay. And he went back in his room. And I'm like, I looked 20 minutes later, you were asleep. I couldn't believe it. Mm. And I quick ran upstairs and got all the stuff. And then you were only up at like an hour later you were up. But I, 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 um. I vaguely felt guilty about it. that for years. I really oh, really? Did. Oh, my God. Who could sleep through Christmas? And especially after... <laughs> it's okay. After it happens. <laughs> yeah, now it's okay. But, well, you know, Mom said that. I guess one time she had the flu, and we all brought her food, mm-hmm. you know, breakfast or whatever. And she's like, get out of the room and all. And I don't remember it, but she said, I felt guilty for years that I yelled at you kids over that. So, I mean... Some of it is you don't, you know, you you won't know, but I know. And well, that's a good thing. How do you not? How do you not? How do you not take your shit out on your kids? I think that the what I've talked to other people in my family about this. Sometimes when we've picked up bad habits, what we actually say to each other now is, "Let's get this off the family tree." Mm-hmm. So that's huge. So if you're noticing, like you know, because some unfortunately we pick up stuff from people, good and bad. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. And even, you know, I think a lot of, you can hand off things to your kids that you think you were told are good and, and that weren't great, you know, or, or you just didn't know better, you know. Did you, so do you, are you familiar with the method of like, what it's called, like letting them cry it out or cry it out? Like when a baby cries, you just kind of let them cry until they don't well, cry anymore? Well, you would stop if I picked you up. So is that what you would do? Yeah. Or if I just had you in that basket, mm-hmm. we just went everywhere together in the basket. Well, I remember, yeah, because I remember you, I remember you telling me stories that, like, you wouldn't even at night, like, if I wanted to sit and talk to my friends, yeah, that's what I was gonna I say. I would just put you there, and you would be fine. See, that's funny because now I'm such an introvert. Yeah, but that's, you just needed. I think it was the talking and the. Well, that's true. Calmed you down or something. I don't know. I do sleep listening to podcasts, yeah. so like it's. I think there's, yeah. Um, but if I put you in that back room. Yeah, you'd you scream just... bloody murder, huh? Yeah, and then I bring you back out, and it's like, sorry, he's just gonna sit here, and you would fall asleep. You weren't, you wouldn't ruin the fun we were having. Mm-hmm. I would just have sit to there be in sleep. the room. You'd yeah. have to be in the room. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that that's, oh God, it's so. I remember so when I was over in Taiwan, uh, this couple that I knew, they had their first baby, who was actually born on my birthday. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, she was born on December first, and um, they. I went over there and she started crying and the mom's like, oh, she's hungry. And I'm like, she's less than a day old. How do you know that? Like, because I do. I like, well, most women do know that. Yeah. I, I just didn't have that. I, I just didn't have that. I wonder why that was. Gene. I don't know. Hmm. I, I think it's just because I didn't have any exposure to it. Like Carol and mm. I are only a year apart. Well, your mom was a so, nurse. So don't you think that she would have been like. She, she did everything. She took right. care of everybody. Huh? But so she I did, didn't have to do. But that. she didn't. She didn't instill any of that into you. She wasn't like, "Oh, it's fun to be." I think we kind of split. Like the family went, like Ricky, Dad, me. Oh, we were okay. in sales. We were in, you know. Oh, that's true. Because you did kind of follow in your dad's footsteps. Yeah. Because actually, every, like your two sisters all went into medical, Healthcare, right? And my mom, right? And then on the other side was the sales, sales. marketing. That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I've never, I've never made that connection before. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, Carol and Beth can do all that stuff. They were they were really good cooks. They yeah. were really good, you know, with the kids. Yeah, somebody was asking me the other day what you cooked for me growing up, and I'm like, we, that was your fault. That's true. I I was I was you such a picky eat. eater. Yeah, um, you just wouldn't eat, and then not only that, you'd throw it right back up. Like you had this. Oh whole, really? Oh yeah, you had this whole. I couldn't even make eggs for like a year. Oh, I I still struggle with the smell of eggs yeah. for some reason. It's cooking eggs. You'd be like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Like, so when you would go to your dad's, I'm like, I'm having an omelet. <laughs> like, like this gets finally gone. So I don't know. Let's let's kind of talk about what's what's the positive side of motherhood. What's what are some of the what what do you, what what do you feel like you've learned, if anything, from being a mom? <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot. What? You know what it does? It makes you not make you your whole priority. Mm. And so that kind of sucks because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody wants to do their own thing all the time 24-7. You well, know? yeah, everyone is wants to be the center of their own world. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you think that's, you know, I came here to live my life, not your life, you know, mm-hmm. my life. So, I mean, there, so that, but it does teach you to have some compassion for other people and, and care about other people and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, because I mean, because there's no reason to switch. You get real. You don't even realize how 
into yourself and your own world you are until you have a kid. And then it's like, well, now you can't just go to the store. You just can't right. do what you want to do, you know? Oh, I can't imagine. I mean, I can imagine a, to a slight degree, you know, I'm I'm in a committed relationship. We have dogs together. It's you already know, like, happening. Like, yeah. you can't just say, see, I'm going off for three months. Right. You know? like, um, but I also think that that level. Like, so here, I'm going to kind of break this down a little bit. In Genesis, the uh, at the beginning of the Bible, after Adam and Eve eat from the 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 tree of the knowledge of good and evil, this the burdens that they're they're cursed with is that Adam is cursed with uh, essentially hard work, and the sweat. He, there's two means by which their salvations come for men and for women. You know, and again, broadly speaking, and like this is just it's metaphor and, and whatever. Um, it's a story. The men are cursed with you will be saved through the sweat of your brow by going out and, and doing all of this. And the women are cursed through childbearing. So both of those things, I think, have been misinterpreted for a very long time. One, to just say men should be the only one working in a family and women shouldn't work. Or, you know, women are only valuable if they have children. Those are both the wrong interpretations of it. But what you just said there is the correct interpretation of it, is this idea of your ego getting out of the way. Yeah, like That's it. true salvation when you're no longer, it's you and your opinions and your feelings. That's, that, 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 that is the greatest form of salvation when you can understand that there's other people and that treating them properly is, is the best, you know? Um, <laughs> I, but it is weird about you is I still look at you to this day and do not feel like I'm your mom. Really? I feel like I'm your friend. Sure. And, you know, like, and I know that I'm your mom, mm -hmm. but I still, like, when I see you, I just want to see you not, oh, there's my son. Right, yeah. And it doesn't click on me for some reason. That's so interesting. But I'm glad you're here, and I think you're swell. <laughs> and if you were, if you were somebody I met, I'd hang around you. You know, I think you're great. But, you know, like, oh. when you walk in, I don't get, like, blood of my blood, flesh of my flesh, you know. Sure, yeah. And, and, but I also think that that's a little bit dramatic and because i don't ever feel that way about i don't really have that necessarily for any of my family um my but i think you look at me and feel like it's a mom figure right yeah uh i mean yeah i mean I, I definitely look well yeah but that's also your name in my head is mom right so like it's not i mean but you do call me son uh jamie pointed this out that you call me son a lot do I? Uh, yeah because no, growing up this is just a side story i think you're just so unique of an individual hmm. like i don't feel like you're you know, me, like a part of me like that. I mm. just think you're just so great the way you are. And, you know, and so to me, I, I think what I like is meeting you as an individual. That's the best way I can word it. So when you were a kid and you were just blah, blah, blah whatever, you know, it was great. But to, uh, to talk to you as an adult and meeting the Tim that you are as an individual, not my kid, but right. who you are is so cool to me. Well, it must be the trippiest thing in the world because you, you've seen me go from this pile of meh yeah. to a fully function. I have a podcast. Like, I have, yeah. a, I have a house, you know, like all this crazy stuff. That must be the, the trippiest thing in the world to see, like, somebody who, like, you had to teach me how to use a fork, you know? Right. Like, you had to teach me how to wipe my own ass. Like, I was nothing, you right, know? Like... Right. And then to see me to be like, nah, look, mom, like I can do but all of these the things. That's the payoff. That's the well, payoff. Well, I mean, yeah. right. Like, yeah. and that's uh, this psychologist that I really like. He has one of he has a, a list of rules for life, and one of them is is raise children who you like. Yeah. Like who your friend really like know. like raise people that you're like I can stand to be in the same room as you. Yeah. You know, like because they have to go out and go into the world. You know, and if you can't stand to be with your kids, then how the hell is anyone else going to? Well, that was important to me, too. I mm. really wanted to make sure that I raised a responsible person. Like, I didn't want to put a loser out there. I remember thinking to myself, I don't want him to treat, to have his wife have any kind of complaints like this. Mm. You know, like I was, some of the stuff I was experiencing, you know, in my life. But I just wanted to, uh, you know, put a good person out there, you mm -hmm. know, that knew right from wrong and stuff. And trying to, I mean, that. But I feel like, I, I really don't feel like I got it's not i don't even know how to work it's not like i didn't like it i mean it was fun watching you open your christmas presents and all that stuff and you know and so i don't feel like i'm you know i would never ever say i was sorry i had you or anything like that hmm. but the, like well, i said the hear. most fun i ever had with you was when 
you were like 18, mm-hmm. you know, and you, and you, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, and I could talk to you, right? you know, that's well, the best part. Yeah. Jamie and I talk a lot about like imagining how, you know, if we had teenagers and, and how we would try to communicate with them because it's so hard to communicate with teenagers because I mean, we, you just, they think they know, right? Like it's, it's, and, and like, you're barely a person, you right. know, like, and I don't know if that's society's fault or just how we mature, like. Oh, something just fell. Sorry about the that, cat everybody. That, oh, Jesus picture. Jesus. I didn't even realize the cat was behind me. <laughs> There's the cat, everybody. She likes to knock over. My mom got me this plaque that says "Come celebrate Jesus," and I have that over there. But the cat apparently doesn't like to celebrate Jesus. Anything that's on a <laughs> on a thing. No, they like to. But you know what? That would be that's a great analogy, though. Suppose that this cat all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like you had it for ten years, right. and then all of a sudden it can walk in the door and say, "Hi, Tim." And and <laughs> well, see you can't even comprehend that, can you? Right, but it's the same thing. So it starts out like that, and then all of a sudden. Well, I I know exactly what you mean because sometimes I'll be looking at my dogs and I'll be like, I wish you could talk, yeah. like just say anything. Like right. I would love, like, and I, I I can definitely see that. Like I mean, it just again, it just has to be so fascinating to see. What kind of person am I raising? Who is this individual? You know, like, I mean, I was a picky child, but like it, you know, just to see like, you know, what do you like? What do you don't like? Like that has to be just so like. He- it's fun too. I mean, you oh were a gosh. great kid. There was nothing wrong with you. You know, it just I don't know if that's was me. That, true necessarily. Well, but thank you for the I mean, compliment. I think you were just an absolutely normal kid. Like you and Danny running around and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, as a matter of fact, that kid was great. When he, My Danny best friend would, Danny. Growing when he up. would show up, I was like, I'm free. <laughs> I mean, he was like a built-in babysitter. You two just clicked, and you would go play for hours and hours mm. and hours and hours, you know? Yeah. And uh, so he was wonderful. When he would come over, I would get kind of a break, too. So but. is that, do you think that that would be, so how, okay, so, I mean, not everyone that listens, I don't know how many people list, who are listening to this are mothers, but I feel like the idea of, well, what, I guess the question is, what does motherhood represent? What is it symbolic of? I guess it's, it's like, a big deal. It's you know, it's it's this ability of reproducing and nurturing and all. I mean, I did have that, but I just didn't. I mean, I've seen other girls; they're just so. It's like, look at my no, I get baby, it. I and get I'm it. just like, wow, why don't I feel that way? You know, my thing was more like I want to put a good person out there, a guy with you know, that's responsible, that doesn't hurt anybody, you know. But it wasn't a you know well okay so i think when i when you look at the figure of mary in the bible um when when god is well when the angel is speaking to mary about the child that she's about to be speaking to, to yeah, that must have been a fun day oh boy um <laughs> and Imagine being a 13-year-old girl and you see this angel showing up and telling you that you're... Is that getting, how old she was? Yeah, 13. Oh, I didn't know that. See, yeah. you know all this stuff. And um, so... I never knew that. I assumed she was 21. No? I mean, why would she be? I mean, people got married at... Like, incredibly... It's She's old enough to reproduce, so she's old enough to get married. Huh. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, when, when the angel is speaking to Mary, she's... He... He says something along the lines of this child will pierce your own heart. And with Mary, you see Mary's struggle is like, and I think this is the struggle to the mother of some degree is, I, and it's the, nur- it's the nurturing part of, I don't want to send my son out into the world to be crushed. But with Mary, she had no other option. And right. that's why it's, I think that's why Mary's an archetypical thing because every mother has to learn to get to this place of I have to trust my child to go out into the world. Like that only hit me when you started driving. Oh really? Oh, I hated it. Like well, you're, I hated it teaching you how to drive. I thought, oh my god. Oh, you barely did it. You know, my I know. dad mostly I mean, I taught just me. Couldn't I couldn't deal with that? Was I it knew. me or was it you? No, it was driving in general. Like mm-hmm. I thought he could kill somebody. Here we go again with right. The, okay. You know, I, he could kill somebody or somebody could kill him or you know. So how did you? So that seems to be a recurring thing. This idea of the fear of you dying. De- yeah, and yeah. I mean, again, it's. I think it's it's clear with Mary of this idea of like. So maybe that was on protector. Right, but I mean, but the other, yeah. Well, here, let's say this, and I, I still feel that way. Like I can't even watch stuff on TV if there's a boy, you know, in trouble. So I can't watch it. Well, see, that's see, I would say that's mater- that's a maternal feeling. Or yeah, oh, yeah. A, a, oh yeah, yeah. So, 
I guess the encouragement of this is like, or like like you said with Mary, if I had to watch you dying on a cross, I couldn't do that. Like I'd take my own life before I'd stand there and watch. Yeah, but you she die. did it, and I, I think know. I and think I don't know how she. Well, maybe because he could, she was his support. God, but after I don't know how anybody could watch that. Yeah. You know, so well I've so when you say it'll pierce your heart. Yeah. So I I, remember, I can't even watch that in general. The crucifixion. I can't. Yeah, I mean it's rough. Um, like I didn't watch that Passion of the Christ. No, I mean I get what happened. I don't need to see the no. the, um, the suffering. Like I remember that. I, I said this to you one time that I feel like our relationship is there's a scene in I can't remember what gospel it's in, but when Jesus is dying on the cross, Mary's standing there next to Mary is the only disciple that didn't desert Jesus, and his name was John, and Jesus says to Mary, uh, he's. He says, Mary, he's like, mother, behold your son, John, behold your mother. And it's this passing off of, from Jesus, essentially saying to John, hey, take care of my mom. Like, I'm not, I'm a, I'm not going to be here. And I always felt like our relationship was very much this one of, um, Jesus, uh, of Mary and John, of us both looking at God and being like, God being like, hey take care of each other yeah you know um well miriam told me that when i went in the one time she goes you and your son aren't like mother son she's like you end up being best like you and your son are friends mm -hmm. and i thought really and you know what it makes sense now that she said that because i really do feel that way about you yeah and i mean i love you to death you know no, i know that yeah i know and i i completely understand everything you're saying and i I think connection like i think you know all, all kidding aside you and i have a stronger bond than most well, most yeah. parents with their kids. Well, know? and I think, I think, like, I think we've always respected each other as individuals. Yep. Um, and I think that that's been this, you know, for better or for worse, you know, I like, it wasn't you. You didn't just do things because you were a parent. You weren't like, oh, I'm your mom, so that means I have to do this. It's right. like, no, you're a person, and you're struggling internally with whatever it is. What do we do to fix it? Right. And. And I think that that's so important because it's... And that's this, why I said now is when I feel we're more connected than we mm. ever were when you were little. But I think that that's... I mean, I, again, like when we were talking at the beginning of the podcast about growing old, like you should... Con more years on your life should just be a blessing to you to have more opportunity to enjoy your life. Yeah. And the same should be said with children. And I think that I, this is the problem for a lot of moms is that they... they they glorify when they were a child and they were like, Oh, I remember when you were here and you, you know, you were just running around the yard or whatever. And again, it's that it's, it's the not giving into the Mary and being like, no, I need to hand you to go out into the world and to like, again, raise a person that you can sit with and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm enjoying this so much more than, than yeah, than that, For you me, know, like, that was my fun time. Now it doesn't other people. But I guess what around. I'm trying to say is like, you like, it's like it's it's yes and like it's a building on. So it's like yeah. don't don't it, like don't reminisce the the time that's gone or try to whatever it is if it's trying to bring your kids back to that or oh no or I know anything. what you're talking about too. Like when I was got to be eighteen, I wanted to be like I feel like I had done my schoolwork and I did everything they told me to do, and I really felt like it was my time to go. So I mean. I, w I didn't want to have to check in every hour, every day. Yes, I'm alive. I'm here, you know. I mean, I wanted that freedom to go do what I wanted to do, you know. Right. Yeah. And so, but I remember you a couple of times you said, like, do you even give a shit? You never call me or anything. And I'm thinking, well, it was so important to me mm. to have that freedom that I wanted to make sure you had it. Like, I didn't want you to feel like you had to come in once a week and, you know, mm -hmm. check on me and stuff. Well, I, just... I, I also think that that's part of the reason, because I never really, I never drank, I, the first time that I was ever drunk or, like, drank <laughs> for pleasure was after I was 21. Cause I never grew up with it. And part of that was just seeing a lot of bad examples of alcohol in our family. Yeah. Um, but another part of it was just, like, I just didn't need it. And, like, both you and my dad were very much just, like, it's up to you to make your own decisions. We are trusting you to make wise decisions. Right, right. And I think I think that is so much more important than like just keeping this like iron cloud over your child or just being like 
You know, my parents told me, listen, have at it. But if you go, if you do something stupid and go to jail, you're going to sit there. Like, don't call us. Right, yeah. You know, and then and dad meant it. Like, he's like, don't call me. You know right from wrong. Yeah. So he's like, you could sit there till the, you know, whenever, if you're doing three years, you're doing three years, you know? So I'm like, right. wow. So, I mean, that was always in the back of my mind, too, that because he said, because you know right from wrong, Margaret, now, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And I think that that's, oh, gosh, you know, there's this Bible verse that I've kind of been thinking about just just tangentially lately and it's um if you raise your children in the ways of the lord they will never depart of it from it and i think a lot of people I might be in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> um you raised yourself in the way of the lord <laughs> <laughs> well here let me i mean ex- i always believe but you know here, not let me like- ex- well here let me explain that because i think that that's that's see i think the way of the quote-unquote the way of the lord I think a lot of people interpret that as like a religious lifestyle or, you know, they're always going to be a Christian or whatever, but it's a mode of being, it's a way, right? So it's like if you, if you're, it doesn't matter the language or the thing that's around it. It's the idea of, it's the way of the Lord, the way, wherever that's manifested at, that's just how it's going to be coming out as. So it's, it's not, you know, raising your children in the way of, of the Lord isn't necessarily raising them to know bible verses but it's raising them to be people who enact compassion and yeah and they're like, spiritual and, and stuff too. yeah right and like so i'm and, very spiritual like i'm not very mm-hmm. book religion you know sure at all but spirituality and being able to connect and all that and i mean I'm yeah but you there. didn't you didn't raise me with that at all huh and what, so that was why. Okay, so that's that's a weird question. Again, it's your decision. I wasn't, you know, I did. I yeah, was, but you don't. I don't think you understand how rare it is for someone to be as spiritual, regardless of whatever spirituality it is, but to not push it on ha- hammer it into your their, their kids. Yeah, um, I remember thinking. Actually, this is funny, but I remember thinking, "There's no way that you're ever going to learn it all by the time I die." What I knew. Mm what I had studied and all that. And now here it turned out that it's a flip thing. And I'm like, wow, he not only got to where I was, he's way past me, you know? Well, it's, so that was it's interesting. different. It's well, I mean, I, until you can, I, I thought he's going to be 60 till he gets what I was doing. Mm. Yeah, I really well, did. So, I mean, that's been a big, that's been so cool about you. It's like not, wow, he's got a spiritual awakening. I remember when all that was going on and I'm just like, he's getting a spiritual awakening. He is. I could just tell. And then I thought, now this is now that's a big payoff for mm-hmm. me, you know. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine what that must be like to like, because that's like if I ever have kids, I would hope that they're spiritual. But you can't like make you them have an awakening, them, yeah. Right. So you, I mean that that the fact that we're doing this and all that kind of stuff, this is icing on the cake for me. It is. Yeah. Well. And you know what? If you would ask me, I have the best kid in the world. Like, let's debate it. But yeah. the, every mom would. Yeah, you know? and I mean, I would say the same thing. And I was, I was actually. Yeah, whatever you get birth to, you're gonna be like, this is the best thing in the world, you know. So. Well, and it, it's like maybe like you, you know, regardless of, it's you. The universe decided that it was best for me to be your son, and that that always isn't apparent for people. Obviously, like some people struggle and whatever that is of just, but they're not. The universe didn't give you that kid at random. And also that... Ch- well, you make sense now, but not back then. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure. <laughs> now it's like, oh, oh, he is mine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the whole deal. It's initially you're just burping, feeding, you know. and But like you, that little kid that... What's his name? The Gibson. One, he's a classic. I mm-hmm. mean, that child has a personality already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and he's he's entertaining and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, he, and he's so curious and stuff. Well, I mean, that's just so. it's just so it's so it's so fun to watch them come to life and to just be like, what do you like? What do you not like? You know, obviously, their kids are a lot less fun when they're focusing on things that they don't like. But it's just so it's well, you know what else I didn't like? I didn't like putting you in school every day. Oh, like I thought he's no. going to hate this because I did. You know, I mean, all right. till like eighth grade or right. something. 
And after, I think the Amish have it right, but like after eighth grade, I thought this is rinse, lather, repeat, and now you're just trying to, like if they would take from eighth grade on and say, what do you want to be? Mm-hmm. And then say, oh, you want to study in Taiwan? All right, go, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you would have that flex- flexibility. You want to be a doctor? Okay, you go here. What do you want to do, you know? Right. And then spend that high school time getting them started and then, you know, because by the time they get out of school, look at Carol, she was like 38 years old till she got to be a doctor, you right, know, it's yeah. craziness. Yeah, so, and it's, uh, it's, but it should be more. This is how the Native Americans do it, Tim. They they would say, see what traits the kids had, and they would say to them, "Do you want to do this?" And they also had the option to switch. Right. But so if there was a kid that liked to cook, off you go to cooking class. Right, and I think. And what do you like to do? You know, it's, I mean, we don't need to talk about this, but I could talk forever about just how just schooling and how that is. Yeah, it's, it's just all messed up, yeah, you know? It, it, well, again, I don't think there's a priority on the importance of people. Yeah. I think just we as a society don't – we see – I don't think we have a very high opinion of people. And I don't think – I think that that's projected onto pregnant people. <laughs> I think that's projected on the teachers, I, like all of this stuff. Well, it's that shit rolls downhill. So your boss has an objective. And mm-hmm. if you show up for work, then you got to – yeah. Like they don't care if you're sick or you're this or you're that. Somebody's got to make that objective. Right. And so it just. So, I mean, how hard was that being a mother and, and also dealing with that? It was just really exhausting. Yeah. It was. And we'll that's after, like why I probably didn't have as much fun with you as I could have. Mm. It's because I just was so tired. I, mean, I was working in Allentown and I was. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and I had like I had a male job. And then like I was a single mom after you were three. Mm-hmm. So. I had, I used to say, I'm mommy, daddy, I'm mommy, daddy, because I would have, because I also had you more time than he did, because mm-hmm. that's how the custody was. So, you know, it was provide, I, so I would say to my friends, I have my father's job and my mother's job. Mm-hmm. So I was doing both full-time working as you know, the same job my dad had. We're darn close to it with all his sales quotas and all his objectives and stuff. And then I had, you know, when I get home and see the guys at work, they that had wives and stuff they would work you know nine to five and then at five they came home dinner was ready right and they enjoyed their kids and they you know well when i came home at five i had to make dinner do the laundry but so i mean i had dad day daddy day shift mm-hmm. and then mommy night shift you mm-hmm. know man well I, so, I appreciate you doing all that for well me. and it's not you know what it's never your fault i mean that was not I your i mean yeah you know, and what I tried to do was make it transparent so that you wouldn't notice that I wasn't, mm. you know. Yeah. I mean, God. I Tim, honest to God, a couple of times, like a lot, two, three in the morning, I was still doing laundry and I had to get up at six. And then I didn't even want to get you up because I'm thinking, this is crazy to put this kid in a, like you were uh, six weeks old when I had to go back to work, had to go, or I'd lose my job, literally. Right. Um, and so when I would put you in the, the little thing and take you... I remember thinking to myself, first of all, it's like two degrees out, you know, and I'm putting you in this little, it was a dolphin outfit. It was really cute, though. You had a little dolphin with a little, <laughs> and I'd zip you up into that and take you. But I mean, I, I would preheat the car and think to myself, there's no way in hell that I should be taking a six-week-old child out at six in the morning to a babysitter, you know, when I just had a baby. It's a nightmare. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it that just sounds and you so... you cry and cry and... You know, because you didn't, you were like, what the hell, you know? And I'm like, okay, bye. Well, mommy will be back at five. You yeah, know? mommy's got to go clock in. Yeah. Oh, it's ridic- that's ridiculous. And then, like I said, the men, I felt bad because, you know, I just didn't see the guys doing that. So, like, they were walking in refreshed, you know, every, you know, morning. And I was like, you know, mm-hmm. so it was very, um, I, w- I absolutely would not recommend single parenting. Because <laughs> it's a No, bitch. I mean, I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure. It's I mean, you great. can't even go to like the store real quick unless you put the kid in the car and warm up the car and you know and make right. sure so it's it's a big deal but that was uh, this is what I said to you a couple times this was never about you I could have had any kid and mm-hmm. still been in that same scenario right, right. you know yeah. so I don't like to talk about like because right away as I can see you feel guilty it's like oh my god mom and I'm you know I'm fine I lived through it and it just made me it made me a better woman right and I think I mean so, I don't I don't by any means feel I don't want you to feel one day bad about it. No, it I don't. I don't have. I don't feel like you feel resentful towards me. No, and so like, and I, uh-uh. well, because I also know that you've done. I think that you've done something very rare in doing, continually to choosing what is 
both best for you and for me and not it and from that not really having that many bad consequences like there was never never any time where you chose yourself over me but you also knew to take care of yourself well enough that you to keep going you know and i also was trying to hide it from you well, because yeah, I thought, you know what, this it wasn't your lesson to learn. Right. You know, you were coming into the school, you're a new person. Well, that's and, another thing is that you you're know? the kid it's the parent it's the parents' lessons, not the kids. Right, right. right. So it's like don't and I, I'm you didn't you I'm so grateful that you didn't do this because I know so many parents that are talking to their ten year olds about like their dating life and all this like this yeah. drama, whatever it is, they're, the marriage or I always like say bills. no kids in adult classes. That's you know, exactly right. We can't even graduate. I mean, then you got a kid going. Let me figure out my checking account. Well, it's you know? I mean, there's there's or no. We don't have enough money. Kid doesn't. My I never knew my parents' finances. Never. Yeah. I and I didn't know. I had no idea how much either you or my dad made growing yeah. up. Yeah, and I no. and and I because I I don't think it's on the kid doesn't need to know. Right. And like I think too many people just get. But even solving your romantic, like I never took you, you never met a guy I dated. Nope. I never took you on a date because I knew I was I'm a bad picker. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to screw this up again. And there's no sense in, in dragging Timmy through a, your bad romance class. Because <laughs> I just don't, I can't graduate that for some reason. Yeah, you'll I keep get getting there eventually. Well. Oh, no, I think I'm done with that. <laughs> Pretty much took well, here, okay. just so do, life. Well, do you have anything else to, to say? Because I can add something else. I, I would just, when you say what it's like, Tim, you can't even, you can't even, it's such a blessing, you know, and it's the way you would feel when you have a child, you're just not even going to believe it. You're just not. I mean, it's the it's instant love. It's instant caring, you know, and I wish I could have done more even you know i still do to this day i wish i would hit for a million dollars and just say here tim have at it you mm-hmm. know i mean every parent wishes that but right um also i've been blessed that you've turned around to be such a great kid i mean i couldn't i would never ask you to change one centimeter of who you've become you're that i'm that proud of you i really am thank you so i mean that's now you have me tearing up but well you know I, I i i did a great job you did you did i mean i'm a fairly well-adjusted person and if, and that's a rare thing to come by i it's spiritual too and, and well you know. I, my turn I, I was thinking about your your wedding the last the one that i was at not the one that made me um but i remember being at your wedding and seeing all these because you know so many people and so many it's not that you just know people but so many people love you and that's nice to hear like <laughs> and so many people just adore you and they you know they, they I really sincerely enjoyed meeting everybody well, too that I met and and it was it's just a real treat for me to be able to sit in the midst of all of those people and be like yeah but you're not her kid you <laughs> might know her you might whatever but I we win. Got DNA. I'm I'm the son. You know, you can have as many close nights, whatever it is. But yeah, we both get teary eyed now. I know. Well, it's Mother's Day, kid. Tell your mothers that you love them. I'm telling you what. I like I said, I couldn't ask for more. I've been my what's the saying? My cup runneth over, man. You mm-hmm. know, when it comes to that, and mm-hmm. I probably don't say it enough to you, but no, you do. Yeah. Yep. I try I to type it in there all the time because I know when my mom and dad would tell me, Margaret, we're proud of you. Yeah. Like that really, then I thought, okay, you know. Yeah. I mean, it means a lot. I mean, it's, I mean, you tell me all the time that I'm a winner and that's kind of how I move forward in life. Oh, that's all we have. We just yeah. have winners. <laughs> well, well, like your kid will be a winner too. Yeah, I sure do hope so. Well, friends, cool. go ahead and make your mother cry on Mother's Day. It's what you're supposed to do. That's just, that's just never end. This class is really long. It's lasted like how old are you now? Thirty-one years. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to get the cat. Well, anything you want to say to the people? No, I. You know what? Enjoy it, you guys. Celebrate, celebrate. You this know all your cat. all your work, and hopefully, maybe it'll be a grandkid soon someday. Uh, before I die. About that. Well, hey everybody! Thanks so much for for listening through. Everybody's this. a grandparent, but me, you know. Like well, everybody. All right, now it's definitely time to close this thing off. <laughs> Like they they take their wallets and go. Here's all my grandkids, and I'm like, here's you know. Here's mine. Look at it. Um, (laughs) 
So if you enjoy this and you would like it, I don't know, more spirit, I don't know. We do a thing. You can sign up for it and it'll be linked below. Um, yeah, I I mean, I couldn't ask for a better mom. I couldn't have asked for me. I couldn't ask for, for a me. better son. Yeah. I'm, so, and I'm not shitting you, you know. know. Like dad say, you could cut me open and look inside and I'm telling you the truth from inside and out, you know. No, well, I believe it. Well, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Go ahead and give this a like. Um, share it about. Um, yeah, let your friends know about the podcast. If you want to uh, see more uh, podcasts with the two of us, you have to join that. The Patreon. Thing. Patreon. Yep. So that'll be linked in the description. We do, like I said, that's once We've a done, month. what, about six of them or so far or something? Yeah, something like five or six, something like that. Yeah. And they're all... So we have like a special group for that. So they're all there. I'm also started recording the audio and I'll make a uh, side podcast for that. So just and then if you sign up for that, you also get the bonus podcast from this. So just sign up. There's a lot of extra content there. And I'm um, learning a lot. I yeah, know I am. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just going to keep screwing with my cat if we keep doing this. All right, everybody. Bye, have have a good you. Mother's Day. Stop listening to this and go spend time with your mother. Give her a call. Um, all right. Do you have anything to say, Salem? No. Okay. <laughs> well, everybody, make sure uh, that you love your neighbor as yourself and that you love yourself. Good night, everybody. That was nice. That was fun. <laughs>